Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome back. We are back with another musical episode. Today we have singer-songwriter Charat. 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 Charchit. Sorry. See, Charchit. Charchit. Oh my god. It's a it's a unique name. I love that. Um, And very similarly to your music. We're going to get to all of that. How are you doing today? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm thrilled. I'm excited to interview you, especially because you mentioned um, prior to recording, you are from Brampton. I'm from Mississauga. It's just really cool to know that neighbors and people in my generation are so talented and kind of makes me insecure sometimes because I'm like... Uh, <laughs> but, thank you so much yeah for sure of course you deserve uh, like, it no, don't, don't don't call yourself not talented your 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 skills so far are pretty good oh my god thank you um let's let's start at the beginning what did your start look like what were some of the earlier memories with music you have so for me um uh, i was never really super into music like so my friend like maybe in 2010 or something like that or like 2012 or something like that he showed me this uh, piano app like this app we can play piano and so i got somehow that just hit the app just hit me and since then like i just got like crazy like addiction just learning piano or like just because i was super young and you get influenced easily you know and um since then i like begged my, <laughs> my parents to give me like, this piano or something like that and when they finally got me it, and yeah and then like that's pretty much how i got started like just wanting to play piano different songs that i liked and then um and then, like, I feel like my own music, um, that really like, kicked in in, like, 2020. Like, right, right after the pandemic hit, the first, like, you know, the whole month where everyone, everyone went crazy. I'm, like, just trying to figure out what exactly is happening right now. Yeah. So that's when my own music kind of kicked me. I saw this, like, free trial for uh, the program that I use right now. And then since then, I've just been kind of using that and just been loving it. Because, you know, I was at home, I was at home all the time. And I needed something to do. And that's sort of where... I, dived into okay so could you paint me a little bit of a picture of what your support group looked like and like you're desi i'm desi we know the relationship with the arts and how it's been do you think yours was relatively more on the positive side or did you still have to really pave that path of acceptance no i think because in my opinion like i had a really like supportive start i guess like it's still it's still super supportive like and i got lucky because like my parents didn't really um, they they were never like oh you, sh- you can't do music only studies only studies they're always like uh, into music because I guess I have sort of like family background with music too because like my, like my family grandma they all like love listening to music and sometimes they sing so I guess that's kind of there and that definitely helped and um, yeah and even with like just starting off even when I was in twenty twenty I was horrible at absolutely horrible at singing or just any, any musical aspect like. Um, like they were super there. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm, I don't know how I didn't kick, get kicked out because like I'm still here, luckily. And uh, yeah, they were super supportive throughout the whole thing. And um, I never really had any like major obstacle in terms of that. Okay, so um, real quick, you touched on how singing for you was like maybe a vocal challenge for you. How did you um, combat that? So um, so when I started like um, actually, so I always liked singing even in school, like when school was actually happening. Um, I was in a, like, a sort of a choir, in, in a way, and I was in a choir, and then we sang there, I uh, sang a little bit there, but I wasn't, like, good, and you wouldn't really call me good, I was just sort of there, because I liked it, and then, um, yeah, and then I played the talent show, like, I played some, like, uh, minor school stuff there, but then in 2020, like, that's where, I guess, I started to take it seriously, and actually wanted to get good, and then I just started, like, practicing, like, every single day, 
just like not just formally but just like just singing like a lot more than i usually would because i was home and uh but yeah so like i spent like a lot of time singing just over a year uploading like just covers on covers like appearance like every single day just like uh just doing something and torturing my friends just their instagram feeds nice and uh yeah but, but what helped me like a lot recently was uh, uh i started like back in December, like start of December, I started doing these um, vocal warm-ups, like 40-minute vocal warm-ups, like um, every single day. And I feel like that helped me a lot. And now I'm at a place where I can feel comfortable with my singing. I love that. So, um, so it's definitely like, uh, it was definitely a long journey. Yeah. That's so cool, because often what I hear, especially with people at interviewer interviews I watch, um, the artist is always like, oh, I was three years old, and I just knew. And I'm like... I don't know if you really did. I mean, it's cool. Like, yeah, you have that exposure and all. But my relationship with music, um, not as formal as yours. It's more of like a casual listener. Um, I, I never had the story of like, you know, I just always had a relationship with music. Mine was just kind of like, yeah, I think we all grow up with music in some extent. Ours uh, more intensely than others. But um it was kind of just like there i was never like yeah. it was in my bloodline <laughs> whatever yeah i can i can understand that. yeah some people like i guess they just have this intense background where like they just grew up with music all around their family their parents put them into classes mm-hmm. their parents played music parents were musicians something like stuff like that but some people like me and you we don't really have like we, it was there for us yeah until you decide to like, act, act upon it exactly exactly um cruise control yeah. Uh, love it. It is what I would consider is maybe like a late night drive, highway, windows down, track, summer bob. Really, that's and then summer's coming, and I'm just like I'm getting into the field. Yeah, you you pretty much nailed the whole like vibe I was going for because because you know the cover art from the cover art to the song and the lyrics. Like I feel like that's exactly what I was going for. Just sort of driving at night, forgetting everything, and just sort of just by yourself. Just the song is the song is the only thing in your head, and that's it. I love that. Uh, could you actually walk me through the making of it and kind of pick apart everything that went into that track? Okay, sure, yeah. And uh, the, um, a fun fact, I actually like talk about it when I was promoting the song. Actually, like the story was the part that I actually pushed out there to people for people to see because uh, because that personally I thought that was super interesting. So pretty much, uh, I'll start, I'll start like it started when the first leave the first like hour of twenty twenty two. Like, so I came, I came up, come up from like, um, like a restaurant, I went with my family and I just came back and it was like 12 a.m. or 12, 10 a.m. Something like that, like oh, January 1st, 2022. And I don't know why I just felt the urge to like, just make work in music. And I was like, it's it, like, I'm out of school tomorrow. Like I don't have anything this weekend. So I'm just gonna just sit here at like 12 a.m. So I started like working on the song, just working out the beat and all that. And then like within, like I started working on like the beat. I had the main layout, layout of the song in the next like hour and a half. And then the lyrics, like, I don't know where, I don't know what hit me or what possessed me. Just the lyrics just came out, like, out of nowhere. Mm, okay. Like, the next 10 minutes, I, just, I was just walking around, walking around my room, just, like, babbling lyrics, just come with ideas. And I ended up, like, writing the whole song in, like, two hours. And, uh, yeah, for, for that, like, so that was Friday, and then, I think so. And then this next Saturday and Sunday, I worked on the song, like, eight hours every day. And I'm actually, yeah, I managed to finish, like, most of the song that weekend. So, and then overall, like the next two weeks, I just sort of like fin- added some finishing touches. And then, yeah, pretty much, that was the whole story. Okay, wow. It's it's amazing to think and look at what goes into a two-minute 
and somewhat second song, but it is a masterpiece. But the fact that it took multiple sessions and hours into that to make what it was. Yeah, like that, 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 was, that was one thing I also like kind of relate to because before starting, like before actually making my own music, I, I didn't realize how much work actually goes into not just making a song, but like leading up to the skills that you need to make the song. Yeah. That's like a whole journey by itself. And it doesn't stop there. The marketing. Yeah. The... No, for sure yeah which yeah we will definitely get to later on in the episode i wanted to ask you do you have a favorite track of your own discography or do you just like hate everything like artists tend to almost hate their stuff okay i feel like the hating part was definitely is um like i wouldn't say i listen to my music like just like you know i like like i listen to like other artists i'm not maybe some artists do but that's not me i don't like listen to my own song to repeat but yeah like after making cruise control like i actually didn't like the song for like i don't know why even after i made it i liked it at first but then i just started hating the song for some reason even though it's like i don't know why i guess it's just an artist thing like you just you just doubt yourself or say it's not good enough but then uh yeah after a while like when i started seeing like more people like i guess like hit me up or just oh you have the song like i should really like the song so i guess like in my own mind i was like maybe it's actually good like maybe i'm just being too harsh so i guess that kind of helped and then yeah and then i've been definitely trying to like um, get out of that space where I'm just like doubting my, all myself and just like being like this night isn't good enough just because of me and it's definitely like a struggle but then I'm, I feel like I'm getting better at that okay okay um so I took notice of some of your artistic vocal choices when it came to song to song it varied uh, a bit but in a way where it was fitting to the song is that intentional or is something that's more of a subconscious choice that takes over um, I think it's definitely subconscious. Like, uh, I wouldn't say have my own, like, full style, like, because that, I, of course, that takes time. Like, uh, maybe, like, that takes a good amount of songs to have your own style that you, like, you can tell, like, yeah, this is my sound. But for me, it's just, I don't really think about, like, oh, I need to write this way. I need to, like, have these kind of, like, vocal melodies or runs and stuff like that. I just, if I find if I find, if I find a melody good or, like, I enjoy the melody, then I'll just work off that. And, yeah, it's definitely subconscious. I don't have a... Uh, something in mind when I'm writing. Okay. Um, and I think that's sometimes helpful in the way that if you don't achieve your goal, it's not frustrating. It's kind of just like wherever this river takes us. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, I, I never like try to aim for, I need, to make, I need to make this kind of song or I need mm. to make this kind of song. It's just whatever is happening at that moment or whatever I feel like I feel like I vibe with, I guess. And then uh, it just, whatever comes out, comes out to that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So then if you don't have that goal or that vision in mind of like what the finished product is, how do you know that like, okay, this is complete, this is ready to be out and released? Okay. Um, that is definitely like a whole process because I go through a lot of different like, um, parts with like some, some, sometimes but like, oh yeah, this is good enough. I need to, uh, because um, when I blank out or when I just don't have anything that I can like, add to the song that I feel like it's, if there's nothing missing or if there's a like nothing that like just feels out of place then i'll consider it to be like maybe i can like start work on the release but also like um not to mention like i definitely like um i wouldn't say i don't have like a vision in mind when i start a song i feel like uh when i start a song i can sort of hear the final product like uh not not just vocal melody but like in terms of sound like when i i can imagine i guess the final like version of the song sort of the rough rough version that I can have. if I like if I like that vision then I'll continue with the song mm, okay. and I sort of work off of that and I feel like every this different aspects where I'm like 
is this song still National Division or is it still like if it's like swaying along to a different way? But I, I guess I will stop it there. I just kind of go along with it. But as a yeah, going back to the be content with finishing the song. Yeah, it just if I don't have anything else to add to it, if I feel it's good enough where it is and I still like the song, then I guess I'll um, finish it. Like I'll add the finishing touch and I'll be like, okay, this is done. Okay, cool. Because, like, it's not like math or science where we have a formula and we know, like, oh, this is the structure and this is what happens next. Because art is so, like, fluid and, like, abstract, there is no really beginning or end to it. It kind of just is what you make it. Cool. Exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, um, yeah because especially with songs, like, or with, I feel like any art, artistic, like, uh, medium, you can just keep going. Like, there's, like, if you if you want to, you can just keep going, keep adding stuff, keep like making changes to it. But at some point, you have to be like, is there? Do you really need all these changes, or mm-hmm. is this good at? Because because I know like many other artists, they like, they they'll sit on songs for like months and like maybe a year or something like that, and then still not be like fully satisfied with it. But for me, because right now I'm working off like a monthly schedule, like a song every month, so I know that like I can't waste too much time on it. And the moment I feel like this song is good enough, I'll like I'll like finalize it. I like that. I think that's very healthy as well to be able to have those deadlines within something that's so fluid and has no walls to it. Oh, so when I discovered you, which was via TikTok, I went ahead and stalked you, as one does. Um, And something I noticed was that um, out of all your platforms, you're most active on TikTok. But do you think, like, what do you think in terms of marketing? Is that where most of your listeners come from, find you? Or is it, like, more word of mouth or, like? Um, no, actually, like, I feel like TikTok is, uh, I post, so what? I, so the way I work is, like, I make TikToks. I like all of the ones that you see. And I post those exact ones to Instagram Reels. And, uh, I, yeah, I post those there. And then um, I've actually found way more, like, way more success on Reels than on TikTok because, like, mm. you'll see, like, the... Uh, the TikTok is like maybe like 200 views, 300, 400. Recently, it's been I guess going up somehow. But like reels, like uh, especially for cruise control and like the like next stuck in mind, all that they got they, they somehow like got a good amount of like reach from that, and a lot of people followed me because of that. And uh, like they found my music or because of reels. And um, yeah, for marketing, it's my strategy is like weird. Like I don't have like specific thing like specific strategy. Like I have to post this content, this content. It's just like um, I use my song in ways that my thoughts or just, I guess, like, the message of the song. Mm-hmm. I try to, like, come up with ways that I can show people that this is, I guess, the song. Like, this is the way the song sits. And uh, this is, like, maybe you can relate to it or, like, uh, whoever can relate to it, this song is for you. And I guess going that way. And that really, that really started in January, like, the start of the year. That's when I kind of adopted that strategy. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, what would you say is personally the most exhausting part about being an independent artist the independent artist i guess is uh especially when when you're working like by yourself in your own bedroom and you're the only one working on the music you don't have like any other cool songwriters or producers that's when it's hard to get out of your own head like it, that's the that's the hardest part it's just getting out of your own head getting out your own way and like telling yourself that um like trying to convince yourself that you're not like you're not as bad as you think you are so I feel like that's something like I struggle with. Like, there's always like, so I'll work on a song. Even recently, like last week, um, where I'll work on a song and then I'll like say this is like amazing. But then if I, but then I listen to it more and more, like, just because like, and I'm pretty sure it's because sole reason is 
I'm the one who made it. I become like overly critical sometimes and like be like, oh, this is not good enough. But that's kind of what I was thinking. And uh, yeah, I, I start to doubt that a little bit. And uh, yeah, that's like, it's just, the, I guess the mental aspect, just getting out of your own head. That's the hardest part. Yeah, for sure. And it's definitely like the hardest because like it's right there. It's not something that's tangible that yeah. you're like, all right, let's put my phone away. No distractions. It's, it is the distractions. Yeah. Being, a, being an artist is like, it's not something that you can just like, at least in my experience, it's not something that you just like do for like maybe an hour or two. It's like, because if you actually want to make music or like make good music or like take this a little more seriously, you have to like, it go, a lot of like thought goes into it. And most of the times where I'm, where I'm not like maybe doing something, I'm always thinking about like maybe the song promotion or like some next melody or the song that I'm working on. So it's always like constantly working and sometimes hard, it sometimes gets out of control. And uh, recently I've been definitely trying to like keep that, in check and not let it go crazy and just make myself feel worse mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah, no, it's definitely full time, full time. Like you can have a late night thought and you don't get to go to bed now. Now you have to write that in your notes app. Uh you can be in the washroom. You don't have a wash break anymore. That's now your office area. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's all time. My, my notes app and my voice memos app is just filled like GBs of just random ideas, especially my notes app is just constantly like me. Literally, like, yesterday at 4 a.m., I was, I was like, I had some, like, ideas that I'm like, I just can't go to bed. I need to write that down because it's a good idea. At, like, 4 a.m., 4.17 a.m., I, I recorded some stuff there. And, yeah, it's just always. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask a follow-up question. If the opportunity presented itself, would you sign to a record label? See, um, like, recently, it's been a topic that I, like, thought about and, like, I've actually, like, read about or just watched a lot of like, videos or information on because record labels um they're really like you have to be really careful with them and because they because if you make the wrong deal or if you're going blindly you're going to be trapped there for like years and you can't really do anything about it because it's a legal contract and then it's going to be you versus a record label that's been there for like years and have a whole thousands of people behind them so it's a really dangerous game to get into so if i uh if I got offered, I'd definitely, like, first of all, get a lawyer. Someone who understands, like, the legal part of it. Because, uh, yeah, I've seen, like, so many stories of artists. Like, even recently, like, Megan Thee Stallion. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah. Like, the whole, like, like incident that's happened with her, like, the, like, the regular like, won't let her go. And it's, like, a huge con- issue something that I'm not too sure about. But, like, I've heard, like, definitely, like, she's been having some issues with it. And if an artist that big is struggling with a regular label, then being an independent artist going into a deal which is it's really like dangerous i guess in a way so yeah first of all for sure get a lawyer and i would really think about it with the people and get the details down and be content and for sure and one main thing is um if i get like offered i want to keep my masters or creative control i don't want to like get because i need so many artists that like my label won't let me make like the song that I want to make. I want to make like a store song or like maybe a sadder song. And my label is like, no, you have to make these commercials, the commercial songs that people would like. And that's one thing that I want to avoid, or just anyone should avoid, giving over that control with like labels. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'd, be, I'd be really careful with it. Yeah. Um, it, it, then the whole thing is like when you don't have creative control, it's very similar. Like there's no difference between maybe like a corporate job and office job and that. Because when you uh, when it comes to art, like, and if you do, if you don't have control and art, because you love doing it, 
and you started a bedroom or something like that, and you, you're doing it because you love art, of course, love music. And the point where you don't have control over what you want to put out or you are being like limited or restricted by someone else, not just yourself, it's just other people telling you you can't do this, and you just don't have like leeway in terms of that I feel like that really kills the motivation or the drive for artists, and that really puts them in a bad place. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so would you say you are your biggest supporter or you are your biggest critic? Uh, that's, <laughs> I want to say I'm like one. There's times where I'm the biggest, like, I try to be all the time. I try to be my biggest supporter, like, always keep it. Recently, um, especially recently, I've been, like, really trying to get my mental, like, aspect of the art right and uh, not being too overly, overly critical, even because I know that I like the stuff that I make, um, especially that I'm making that no one's heard, it's good. And I know that I need to just get it out of my head uh, like most of the time to just not think, not overthink. And, uh, but yeah, I'm, I definitely always try to like support myself, like, so, like uh, tell myself like good things, because if you just tell yourself bad things, it's, it's definitely not good for your health. And you start to like slowly lose like your energy, I guess, in a way. Mm-hmm. And in terms of uh, being critical, what I need to, I def- I'll definitely be critical because, like, if I make something and and I and I can just hear that it's not good, I'll describe it. I'll be like, "This isn't good. It's not. I don't think this is good enough." And if I heard this somewhere else, I wouldn't think that's good enough, or I wouldn't really add it to my playlist. That's one thing I think about: what add this to my playlist. And if it doesn't pass that test, then I won't do it. And if I think this, if I make something like a melody or some part of the song is that isn't good, I'll just remove it or just I'll act upon it so uh I guess I'm both okay yeah cool you kind of have that checklist to go through it's not just like throwing blindly at a dart or throwing darts blindly at something okay um what are your fondest memories or maybe your greatest joys that come from doing music so first of all like because because I started making music just because I like making it and uh uh yeah some of the biggest joys is like making something that I really love uh, and like making something that I listen to all the time, I guess that I guess that's what I go for. Like I go for like making a song that I want to listen to, and I'm, I'm not like I don't keep in mind like oh will this person like it? Will like all these people like it? I just where I start off with like well I like it, and if I if I can if I if I could do that if I can make something that I genuinely like, I feel like that's one of the big best feelings. And also another like I guess if we're talking about something like it's like a small like actual thing. Uh, something crazy was like when my song Cruise Control like, got added to those Spotify playlists and I feel like that was like a crazy moment for a crazy day for me because uh, those two days actually like that day and the next day and it was like purely insane because being a small artist an independent artist and with like maybe 400 monthly listeners I did not expect that to get added to some like to just put in front of an audience of like thousands of people and give them the chance to listen to music and I don't know how I still, I'm still trying to process how it actually happened because I, I don't know what I did it's, I will just kind of do my own thing. I just did, like, all right, he's here. Like, sure, we'll take him. And just put me, like, I will like, put him in there. And, uh, yeah, just, I was literally in class. Like, the, when, I, I, when I checked the first time that I found out about it, I was in class. And I opened my like, laptop and I just looked at my stats. Like, I, I sometimes do. And then I saw that. I just started freaking out in class. Like, I'm just like, I'm not just, oh, my God. Oh my God. Wait, wait, is this real? I was like, I told my friend, like, yo, I got it. He had no idea. Like, we were, because that was, like, maybe at the start of the semester, maybe, like, month into the semester uh, as you know like that was like you know the second week of in person when it started and i like kind of knew him and i was like and i treated I, I treated him like he was like my best friend like two years ago 
I was just like, yo, I got attitude plays out for you. He's like, wait, wait. He's like, he's like, oh, I was like, wait, uh, like, did you make the song? I'm like, yeah, I made it, I made it. And I was just, I was super hyped at that point. And then I told my mom and sister that everyone, they were like, wait, actually? And yeah, so that, that was a crazy moment. And then, yeah, but for sure, like, the best feelings is when you make something in your life, make the hand, and stuff like that happens sometimes. Okay. It was a very surreal moment for you. It's like, hold up. <laughs> yeah. So, so hard. Okay. All right. Inspose. Who is on your vision board? So we like I'll talk like recently. Um, my f- biggest inspiration has been this artist called Aries, and I'm not sure because uh, I've, 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 I've been posting about um, my story. Like I posted like I've been vibing to this song, but this album like for the past three days. I'm not sure if you've seen that, but like um, yeah, Aries like he's been huge inspiration recently because uh, I've just gotten to um, and I've known about him for a while, but I recently like, really got into his music, and that's a big influence. And of course, my I guess like my all-time biggest influence is your Jeremy Zucker. And uh, seen, uh, I hear Jeremy Zucker and you, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's a that's a huge compliment. And uh, yeah, Jeremy Zucker. I feel like he's my biggest inspiration. And I, I saw him when I was him in person. Like I, I, I like um, somehow I actually inter- interact with him on while he was on stage. So that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, Jeremy Zucker. And uh, I said Ty Veritas. Um, he's also a huge a huge inspiration in sound. And um, who else? I'd say uh, Alexander Alexander twenty three, like him as well. And yeah, because if you if you know if you know about Jeremy Zucker, then you probably know about him because they're like, I guess in the same area. And uh, uh, yeah, I feel like and um, not like not a huge influence because I, I love the guy, I love the artist, but his work is not a huge influence. But it's Novo more. Um, he's also I guess in, uh, indirectly he's part of one of these that like I've definitely been influenced by his sounds. And for music, and uh, yeah, I'd say almost like three, four of the biggest ones. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, not really like the best question to ask, but you grew up in Brampton, you're in Brampton. How is it that you escaped the whole like trap rap scene <laughs> for your influence? I'm still, I'm still thankful I did. I'm still, I still thank all the stars that I did and uh, that I didn't fall into the whole rap. And of course, like, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I'm not like bashing though, I'm saying like, cause yeah, of course, like, um, like a lot of people do it. And then if you find, if you find you out of that, of course, like do it. Cause like, if you enjoy that, but for me, I don't know. I was like, I was never a person super into rap. And even though my friends tried to get me to like nav or like, like, uh, all like drugs, got all the like, you know, artists, uh, they tried to get me into, but I guess I never like really found like love for that. And, but I always like love pop and, uh, and my, I guess my main, like, music influences, like, Jeremy Zucker and all that, they started in, like, January 2021, like, a year ago. That's why I guess, found out about them. And since then, I just kind of took a deep dive into that. Because before that, I didn't really have any, like, few artists that I know that I can listen to all the time. And, yeah, since then, I really got into it. But then, you know, and I was never a huge rap guy, I guess, even from the start. And even when people post about, like, this album release, and I'm like, oh, my God, you should listen to this song. I, I don't know. I guess I guess never found excitement and like listen to rap music yeah no same no i think the only rap i can actually listen to is probably doja cat i like her style and her aesthetic um of course i have great appreciation for it i mean like the speed and like being able to actually enunciate (laughs) because like the one experience that i have like so one time i guess i did uh in one of my songs that i like i haven't really started at all i just a small snippet and I guess I tried, like, I tried, because Ty Veritas, like, he, in a way, he, like, he 
he also raps technically, and it's not like it's more like a pop pop ish kind of rap, but he does rap, and I tried that, and then I feel like that's the most hate I've ever gotten got, got on, on a video. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like people, I could now when I look back, of course I can tell that that was, that was horrible. Like, the whole song was horrible, but like when I, when I actually posted it, I did not expect people to like not like it that much, and I guess. The, that's sort of a bad experience, but I but but recently I've been getting to more like uh, rap and like experiment experiment experimenting with that like not like the trap side of rap but more like the pop side mm -hmm, yeah and like um, I guess indie rap and stuff like that like I've been gotten more into yeah also uh, Twenty One Pilots is also known for that they're able to like tie in the two genres yeah, yeah, like, also, like I've been listening to Ride on like repeat for the past like, month yes it does not get old I love it. Even though it's like 2016, but I don't know, it just hits. Of course, there's no expiration on music. You're good. Yeah, exactly. Okay, of course we can't um, have this interview without discussing your upcoming release. What is there to know? What can we know? What can you share? So, um, Superpower, that's that's a new song. And uh, yeah, I guess that's, uh, I'm trying to think of like, how actually it came about. Like all my songs, of course, they come they come from like notes out, if I get like, ideas or something like that. And, uh, like, randomly, uh, like, so I think that was, like, idea that I got at, like, 2 a.m. I, like, while I was in the kitchen, I was like, cooking, but then I just got an idea, so I just started, like, writing the song again. And, uh, yeah, I wrote the song, like, Love It Then, but then, yeah, the whole song, I guess, and I'll just, like, just, it's, like, it's about, um, because, you know, pandemic hit, like, all of us, we got enclosed, like, closed up from, like, all social interaction and, like, all this stuff. And for me especially, like, I, I just got really, like, more, like, isolated in a way. Even though I still like I hang out with friends, like but much like lives because no school, no in person, so you're just in your bedroom. And but even though I feel like um, I grew up with like not that many experiences, like many of the, many other friends or like parties and stuff like that. I never really went to those, and uh, that kind of never really got that teenage experience like as much to an extent as like other people did. Wow, he's so, so quirky. Yeah. He's so different. <laughs> no, I'm not saying like that. I'm just telling you my experience. And, uh, yeah, so, um, so I guess, yeah, one day I was thinking about it and like, uh, cause even social media, like, especially now that's like schools, like, um, like the universities, you know, when people live on campus, they go kind of crazy with the parties and all that stuff. And, uh, I was looking at them, like, started reflecting and that's where the song came about, like, so about the whole experience of, I guess, um, like, I feel like many of my friends can relate to this too, but just not getting that full teenage teenage experience. And that, I guess that's where it came from the song. And, uh, yeah, that's the whole, that's what I can tell about the story of the song. Okay. But, feel, but even though it sounds kind of like, like not that happy or like stuff like that, but I put, but I made sure to put like those lyrics or stuff like that in a way that anyone can enjoy it. It's a lot more upbeat and it's probably my most upbeat song yet. And I just enjoy it in terms of like the whole melody and rhythm and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I'm very excited and I'm actually very mad about when the release date is. It's not, it's not that. It's when it's good music and you hear snippets of it on TikTok, it's a long time. Yeah, yeah that's true. Alright, we are down to our last question. Are you ready? Yeah. Alright, so I usually ask um, my artists to describe themselves, tell me who they think they are, what they are at the beginning of the episode, but I decided to flip it and I wanted to ask you... Um, what do you in the current moment want to be known as, associated to music or outside of that? Who are you? What are you? Um, well, that's, a, that's a deep question. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I feel like I'm, I want to be known as someone 
that can be truthful, like authentic with the music, with their music, and just talk about their experiences and stuff that a lot I know a lot of people like, can relate to. And yeah, I want to I want to be known as someone who puts their music in a way that is enjoyable, but it also makes you think a little bit more, like a little bit more than usual, and uh, makes you. And I want to be also be known as someone that makes me that doesn't that makes you feel like you're not the only person experiencing those going through those things. And yeah, and yeah, but just I'm, I'm like stumbling a little bit. I'm just because I'm trying to put it together the ideas. And uh, yeah, and I like to be, and I want to be known as a positive guy, I guess, because like, um, that's something. Because even I've been, like, as I mentioned before, I've been trying to do recently, and I want to be known as some. If you want, if you want to enjoy music, if you're just feeling down or feeling like a little bit sad, and you want to feel better, I, I want to be someone that pe- you can just put on, like my music, you can put on and just feel better. That's I guess that's what I go for right, for all my songs. Yeah, no, for sure. You definitely know what you want. You definitely have an idea of who you are. And I hope nothing but the best for you. I'm really excited for where you're going to go. And um, did you want to just like drop kind of like your music or your Insta and where people can discover you? Yeah, um, yes. So my Instagram is uh, Shaki Atari. So it's C. <laughs> I'm sure I can still spell it out. So like my stage name, of course, C H A K K Y A T A R I. That's my Instagram. And so is my, that's my TikTok as well, Chaki Atari, and uh, my Spotify is just Chaki. And uh, yeah, I guess those are the big ones. All right, beautiful. All, all Thank you once again for taking out the time to chat with me about what you're doing and where you're going to go. Thanks so much for having me. It was great talking about this stuff. It really made me think, and I enjoyed that. Likewise. Thanks so much. All right, beautiful listeners. I will see you in the next one. Bye now.